0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Pierre Polyev, who, as you of course know, is not only a member of Parliament for Ottawa Carlton, but also contesting the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada, and in fact, as Mr. Polyev says, the Prime Minister's job. So, Mr. Polyev, they spend less, pay less for gasoline in Ukraine than we do in Canada.
1: Why does that not surprise me? Look, uh, th- there are many reasons why gas prices are high. Some of them are international, but that doesn't explain the whole story yet. After all, the United States has much lower gas prices than we do, uh, even though we produce far more uh, energy per capita than they, uh, and uh, we have similar uh, geographic uh, location to them. So why? And the answer is, of course, we have massive taxes, uh, the carbon tax, the gas tax. And second, uh, the prime minister has used his gatekeepers to block energy production in Canada. That would increase the supply and our export of energy that would have boosted our dollar and our purchasing power for energy. So that is why we are paying more at the pumps. I've called for the government to suspend the gas tax for the summer and axe the carbon tax altogether, two steps that would make our gas significantly more affordable here in Canada.
0: Yeah, just the idea of uh, gasoline costing less in Ukraine than Canada just is,
1: is mind-numbing.
0: Let me get to the issue that the world is talking about, in this country, of course, and I know you have considered it over the last 24 hours and before that, your position on abortion, and uh, what position would a Pierre Poly a federal government adopt concerning passing of abortion rights legislation, given what's just happened in the United States and what's being said
1: in this country today? We would not pass legislation restricting abortion under a polyf government
0: would you pass legislation that would in fact enshrine
1: the right to an abortion it already exists uh, the right uh, to an abortion exists uh, under the current uh, status quo and uh, that would continue that right would continue to exist when i'm prime minister not in legislation right now though is it I think it, it, I don't know if there's uh, anything that says one way or the other, but it is not restricted. There are no legal restrictions uh, at a federal level on abortion, and the provinces uh, and territories are responsible for delivering those services and nothing would change from the way it is right now uh, right. when I'm Prime Minister.
0: This is an ongoing and developing issue. I'll ask you one more question it has to do with the Conservative Party. Then we'll get on to other things. Do you believe the abortion rights issue will significantly factor into the Conservative Party leadership race? There are deep divisions on the issue within the party, among Canadians, but within the party. I believe. And social conservatives have expectations of their leader, and so do party members who are not. Is it a divisive issue within the party?
1: Look, I think it's uh, people have strongly held views on it in all political parties and in all countries. All I can say is that my position is clear government will not introduce or pass any abortion law or any law or rule restricting abortion.
0: So you just heard me say that I'm going to be speaking with the former RCMP, Nova Scotia, ERT tactical unit commander. On the night of April 18th, 2020, he was in charge in what he called a war zone. And uh, the treatment that he received from his superiors um, drove Tim Mills, he'll tell us that, into deciding to retire after 29 years his unit was also in Moncton for the mass shooting there so let me get your thoughts on this Uh, the federal government and the RCMP commissioner you've heard the uh, what's been said in parliament and across the country interference with the RCMP from uh, Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Blair they both deny it with the RCMP investigation of the mass murders in order to promote the Trudeau government's anti-firearms agenda what do you have to say about that
1: well, we shouldn't be surprised Trudeau has a past of interfering with the criminal justice system once he did did it to try and protect Liberal-linked SNC Lavalin from criminal prosecution after it, uh, the company stole hundreds of millions of dollars from uh, some of the poorest people in Africa. Uh, and now uh, we have testimony at the mass shooting hearings from senior uh, RCMP personnel saying that uh, Liberal cabinet ministers pressured the Mounties to uh, interfere with the, and even compromise a criminal investigation into those murders in order to try and put out uh, information they thought would be politically advantageous to the liberal uh, political agenda. And I think that is outrageous. Uh, The focus should be on finding out how this shooting occurred to making sure that it never happens again, uh, guaranteeing that the that, that all of the wrongdoing is prosecuted. And of course, uh consoling and supporting the families of the of those lost but instead liberals were uh, licking their chops looking for a political win uh, and uh, interfering with a, a national police force to get one that is completely unacceptable
0: yeah we're also going to be speaking with scott mcleod his brother sean was one of the 22 people murdered by Wartman, as was his brother's um uh, partner melana jenkins the the other day you talked about a plan that you uh you plan to put in place and it's the pay-as-you-go law explain that to us please yes
1: yeah, so the, as you know the cost of living is uh, is rising because of the cost of government uh, the um, half trillion dollars of inflationary deficits are bidding up the price of goods and uh, inflationary taxes are bidding up the cost for businesses to make those goods inflation is now at a seven uh, sorry it's at 7.7 percent which is a nearly 40-year high. People can't afford gas, groceries, or housing 35-year-olds living in their parents' basements. The cost of government driving up the cost of living. So how do we make government affordable? Well, uh, we have to limit the growth in spending. Trudeau uh, has increased government spending from $8,000 for every man, woman, and child in Canada to $11,000. That's $3,000 in increase after inflation. Uh, or twelve grand uh, increase for a family of four. I don't know anybody who feels like they're getting $12,000 more value for their family of four from the federal government than they were when Trudeau took office. And all those costs are being passed on in inflation and higher taxes. Um, and by the way, $200 billion of the new spending in the last two years had nothing to do with COVID, according to Trudeau's own parliamentary budget officer. So the pay-as-you-go law would require that the government find a dollar of savings for every new dollar of announced spending. Uh, So uh, if a government politician jumps out, and says, I want a $10 million uh, program, he'd have to go into his budget and find $10 million of savings rather than just passing them on to the public. And that's the same as uh, the Jones family. They've got $2,000 for recreation. They can spend it on a $2,000 porch or a $2,000 vacation, but they can't do go above that budget so they might actually find a way to get a deal on the porch and the vacation and do both of them for, within the budget but that's how families run their finances governments should do the same this law would put a hard cap and and, and end the um the uh, insatiable spending appetites of politicians force politicians to pinch their pennies because god knows our families have been pinching their pennies for long enough
0: Sounds interesting. uh, We're actually, next hour, going to be speaking a great deal about the economic realities and inflation. 72% of Canadian families are concerned about being able to feed their kids. One more question, because we agreed on on
1: that, if I could, if I could just point one last point on that. In the 1990s, the Americans had a very similar problem, rising inflation and high deficits. So Bill Clinton actually respected the pay-as-you-go law there, and he successfully balanced the budget and paid off $400 billion of American debt. That brought inflation down and sent economic growth soaring because it freed up a lot of resources for workers and businesses to, to build the real economy. Uh, and then, then the Congress got greedy again, and they repealed the law, and America went right back into deficit. In fact, the only time since I've been alive that America had a balanced budget was when they had a pay-as-you-go law. It proves you bring in legal restrictions on politicians' spending. They will find a way to make dollars go further, they will balance the budget and make life more affordable. That's my purpose.
0: Clinton did a quite a reasonable job with the economy. So we agreed on 10 minutes, I've taken 12 or 13, and I appreciate you sticking around. One more question. The issue of the ban of single-use plastic, the announcement made by the Trudeau government, is Canada's direction chosen by the government meaningful in the big picture? or? I think I know what you're going to say, but I'll ask you. Simply more virtue signaling.
1: Well, I think it's more symbolism than anything else. Um, Look, we have the opportunity to be the world leaders in plastics recycling because our petrochemical industry in Western Canada is so sophisticated. We have the best petrochemical engineers on planet Earth. They have methods that they can basically recycle plastic molecules over and over and over again for centuries. To come and that's where we should we should unleash that sector uh, rather than trying to ban products that we use in our everyday lives that end in and especially when the Liberals have not given us any example of what we're going to replace them with so what I see us doing what I see them doing is effectively driving up the cost of, of of the our goods and services without any meaningful environmental benefit when what they could be doing is incentivizing uh, the most uh, advanced recycling plastics recycling sector on planet earth uh, which we could lead and which would be good for our both our consumers and our workers
0: if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend